Hey there, welcome to today's episode of Verity Vitamins. I think we are in the final week of July. And just to kind of wrap up what I've been talking about in the month of July, I wanted to mention just one more word about liberty and about freedom that was on my heart. And uh, the Lord's been talking to me a lot about being led by the Spirit. And we've mentioned it some in uh, two of the podcasts that came out. I think we talked about it in uh, the Pyramid Scheme, talked about how God wants us to be free to be led by His Spirit. And we also talked about it a little bit in Preserve Me, O God, how, how important it is to be led by the Spirit and, and how the Lord will help us to avoid the traps of the enemy. And I, and I think, man, there are some more things stirring on my heart. I think in, in the upcoming months, I'm going to talk about it some more. It's really been uh, just just working in me a lot, the, the, the importance of talking about being led by the Spirit. But uh, this came up on my heart, and I wanted to talk about it in uh, the last week of July, just how being led by the Spirit connects to talking about liberty and talking about freedom. Uh, in Romans eight fourteen, it says, For our, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. But he goes on to say in verse 15, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. The thing I want to highlight to you today in this episode is that he said you did not receive the spirit of bondage to fear. So this verse tells us what we are led by, which is the spirit of God and the spirit of adoption. And then he tells us what we're not led by, and that's the spirit of bondage. We are not led by the spirit of bondage or the spirit of fear. Paul told Timothy, uh, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So I want to highlight to you the thing that we're not led by is the spirit of bondage. The way to identify what is the spirit of God and what is not the spirit of God is by identifying the element of bondage. God is not into bondage. He doesn't lead by bondage. And it connects bondage to fear. So God doesn't lead by fear. And we've talked about this some too in the past podcasts, but the Spirit of God is the Spirit of adoption. Adoption has to do with being welcomed, uh, being invited in. You understand? But you know, there's a big difference between being adopted and being kidnapped. <laughs> you know, uh, kidnapping is not adoption. You know, maybe that's like the black market adoption agency is really just kidnapping. You understand? But uh, there's a big difference between being kidnapped and being adopted. God's spirit is not the spirit of kidnapping. You understand? It's not forcing. It's the spirit of adoption. Adoption is not forcing. Adoption has to do with giving somebody a home. You see the difference there? Not forcing somebody into something, but giving them a home, welcoming them, inviting them in. And God's spirit is the spirit of invitation. Ooh, come on. That's a, that's a good way of, of, of putting it. It's the spirit of invitation. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
If any man will open, then I'll come in. But he's not going to force it. It's an invitation. What did Jesus say in Luke 14? He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who invited many people to his wedding feast. Did he kidnap them? When, it, when they said, oh, we can't make it, did he get a white van and go and put, you know, bags over their head and, and, and throw them in the back and make them come to the feast? No, he's not the spirit of kidnapping. He's a spirit of adoption. And so God won't force you to do things. He, he won't force you into following his voice or, or following his leadings. He's not into that. He, he doesn't forcefully take things. He doesn't forcefully drive people to do things. He, he doesn't uh, push his leadings on us. We have, to, uh, we have to yield to the Spirit. You know, following God and living a godly life is all about what you yield to and what you don't yield to. And you can sum it up that way. You yield to the Holy Spirit and you resist the devil. You yield to love and you resist the flesh. You put the flesh under. You don't yield to the wrong things. But, you know, a lot of people are resisting God and yielding to the devil or yielding to their flesh. So it can be summed up in what you yield to, what you don't yield to. Uh, in the Amplified Bible of Romans eight fourteen, it says, All those who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit. There's a, there is a choice in that. God's not forcing it on you. He's not forcing His leadings on you. And we can identify what is not the Spirit of God by stuff that is marked by force or by bondage and fear. Force, bondage, and fear, these are not the leadings of God's Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us that the fear of man brings a snare. You could say bondage, like a trap. And so we know that that's not the leading of the Holy Spirit. You got to watch out for stuff that is marked by bondage, obligation, um, like I don't have a choice not to do it. Now, I'm not talking about you fulfilling your natural obligations to pay your debts or honoring your marriage vows. Obviously, the Lord will lead you to be faithful. The Bible says a wicked man borrows and pays not again. We're not talking about that. But you got to be careful about ignoring the witness of the Holy Spirit because you feel bound to something or you feel obligated to something. Well, this is just what we do. Or, well, they're expecting me to do it. You know, if you feel trapped on the inside, something's wrong. If you feel trapped, you know, uh, have you ever have you ever had this happen to you before where maybe you felt like you had to do something or you were supposed to do something or, or maybe it was an event or maybe it was a meeting or something like that and you felt like, well, I just have to go. But you didn't really have a witness about it. And then you kind of just had the thought, wait, what if I didn't go? <laughs> now, again, I'm not talking about you being faithful at church or showing up at your job. But have you ever had the thought, what if we just didn't do that? What if we didn't go to that family reunion this year? <laughs> and have you ever had that happen before and you realized, wait a minute, I don't have to do that. Now, what's interesting about that is if you have a revelation that you don't have to do something, that means that before you felt like you did have to do it. And you're just now realizing that you have an option of not doing it. See, this is what I'm talking about. you got to be careful about being led by bondage. <laughs> I have to do something. I have to be here. I have to... Well, if you gave your word to do something and you want to be faithful with something, that's one thing. But 
again, uh, did God tell you to be there? Did God lead you to do that? You know, there are some cases in, in which you may tentatively agree to some things that you may have a realization, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do, and you need to go to that person and say, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I, I think I missed it, I, I need to change my plans. We talked about that at the beginning of, of the month in the podcast, My Bond or My Bondage. But the biggest thing I want to emphasize to you is that you always want to obey the witness on the inside. You always want to find out, what is God saying in this? That, that's the biggest thing you need to know in any situation, is what is God saying? And, and how do we identify God's voice? It's not the spirit of bondage. It's not the spirit of fear. It's peace. It's the witness, it's the green light on the inside that this is the right thing. You know, using that phrase green light or red light, you know, it feels wrong to run a red light. It doesn't feel right to run a red light. You understand that that feeling of, oh, I did that, but I shouldn't have done that. That's what you get down in your spirit when something's not right. You know, it's kind of like if you've ever accidentally walked into the wrong bathroom, <laughs> you know, maybe you're a guy and you walked into the women's restroom and you're like, wait a minute, there's no urinals in here. What's going on? Well, that's because you're in the wrong bathroom, man. Get out of there. You know, that feeling of I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I just don't feel right. Well, that's a natural feeling, but translate that to your spirit. Having that sense in your spirit, not supposed to be doing this, not supposed to be going there, not supposed to be there, but there's an obligation there's a pull, you feel like you have to do it. You got to watch out about that. Follow that intuition in your spirit, that witness in your spirit that says, this isn't home in my spirit. Again, the spirit of adoption has to do with family, familiar, home. I'm not talking about to your flesh, but to your spirit. He said, it's the spirit by which we cry out, Abba, Father. That's, that's familiar. I'm at home. I'm at peace. And if you feel like it's foreign, or I'm not supposed to be here, I'm not supposed to be doing that, don't override that. You know, it's good to be free to consider doing something else. <laughs> and if, if you have a hard time with that, that's an evidence of bondage. Again, I'm not talking about you being faithful on Sunday morning to be on your service team or showing up for your job every day. You know, in some rare special occasions, if, if you're at the job you're supposed to be at, you know, the Lord may tell you to call in one day. But that's that's the exception, not the rule. God wants you to be faithful. He wants you to be a witness. Again, I'm clarifying that and qualifying it for a reason. But what I want to emphasize to you is that I need to be free to inquire of the Lord. You know, I'm not assuming that I'm supposed to do everything or be a part of everything, especially if I've felt obligated to do it by people or some other thing. I'm not being led by the spirit of bondage. Do you understand? And here's something else I want to say to you. If someone gets upset with you because you say you need to check with the Lord or ask him about it, or you don't give in immediately, or you don't give an immediate answer, if there's pressure there, that's an immediate red flag. If there's pressure there, if people are upset with you, they don't like it that you want to take time to pray about it, well, that's a red flag. <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't live by pressure. There are times people ask me questions and I will say nothing because I'm checking my heart. And because if I don't have something to say, I don't want to say something that I don't mean. And I don't want to give my word that I'm going to do something lightly. And when I do say things, I, I like to always commit tentatively 
unless I have a specific witness and a leading to commit to it uh, definitely. You understand? Because I don't want to violate my word. I don't want to create a false expectation. I just want to be free to be led. I want to make sure I want to check with the Lord. You know, when I was praying about taking a certain job a couple of years ago, um, you know, I had two options on the table and one was doing something with some people I knew and was very familiar with. But the more I prayed about it on the inside, it just didn't feel right. I, I just felt like ah, it, it just doesn't seem like home to me. It just doesn't seem like I don't have a witness about it. I don't have a green light about it, even though it's people that I know and that are familiar to me. But then I got another job offer. And, you know, with this other thing I was just talking about, there was kind of a sense of obligation there, not from the people so much, but just because of who it was, just kind of this like, well, I guess that's what I should do because of who it is. You're not supposed to be led by that. And this other job offer that came up, it was, was from somebody I didn't know very well. But one of the number one things I noticed about it is that they put zero pressure on me. They put zero pressure on me. They said, well, pray about it for two weeks if you want to. And if, if you decide you want to do it, just let me know. It'll still be available. And, and I, I ended up praying about it for two weeks. And, and, you know, I've been at that job for two years. But what's two weeks to two years? You know, uh, some people get impatient. They don't want to take time to pray about things. And listen, you don't have to pray about it any longer than you have to. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? If you get the answer, if you get the witness, you got it. But taking two weeks to pray about something that's going to last several years, if not longer, well, what, well, what's two weeks compared to that? And I took two weeks to pray about it, and I just had a witness. I had a green light on the inside that I was supposed to take it. I was supposed to do it. And I'm telling you, that job has been a blessing to me. Uh, it's been right. It's been good. I've learned. I've grown. It's been a financial blessing to me. I'm thankful for it. For however long I'm there, it was the right thing. But there was no pressure. There was no a sense of obligation. There was no pull. You have to do this. It was an invitation. Do you see that? Follow the invitations Ooh, of the Spirit. That's what it is. God's not pushing you. He's not driving you. What did Jesus say? He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Follow me. What is that? That's an invitation. When he told the disciples, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. That's just an invitation. <laughs> That's an invitation. Follow the invitations of the Holy Spirit. 